76 of Music Raygun. I'm Paul Ciampanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. This is the show where we pick a music-related topic, then we watch video clips about the topic and talk about the clips. To see the clips from today's episode, and every episode, check out the video playlist on our website, musicraygun.com. Kirk! Paul! Tell them what today's topic is. Oh, today we're talking cover songs. Cover songs. Yes. Just cover songs in general. Cover songs in general. Somehow it took us... Three quarters of a hundred episodes <laughs> yep. to get to to, to here. Well, we're not smart. I mean, we should be on cover song six by now. <laughs> we really How come we, we don't do this every season? <laughs> we really should. It should be one of the recurring ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have, but here we are. Here we are. Better late than never. Very excited. Yeah. Uh, I find cover songs to be in, and this is how I pick them too. They come in, uh, well, actually three, but I only chose two ways. Mm-hmm. They're either shittier than the original Sure. Better the original, or I never knew it was a cover song. Okay. There's a there's one or two in the years I was like, this was a cover song? I had no idea until like years later. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's why I like cover songs, because sometimes you can go, not as good as the original, but it's always real exciting when they're like, oh shit, I like this as much or even more than the original. Yeah, I mean, usually the only way that I like a cover song better is if it's just the first one I knew. So to me, uh, it's the original. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the yeah. one I was familiar with first. Yeah. I love those rare occasions where you love a song and then you hear a cover and you like the cover even better. Yeah. Yeah. It almost never happens. Yeah. It's rare. Uh, yeah. It's, it's very rare. Um, but let's see which mix of those things. Let's see what we came up we with. We have. We're going to start with one of yours. Okay. And I'm so excited that you picked this one. Oh, good. Uh, my first video yeah. is Vanessa Williams' Work, Work to, to do. do. Yes. Dude, I'm, do you know this song? Dude, when I was a very young person, <laughs> yeah. my older brother had The Comfort Zone on cassette. Such a good album. <laughs> and, on cassette. And I used to swipe it and listen to it. Because... For people who don't know, Vanessa Williams had a, a massive hit with a song called uh, Save the Best, Best for Last Friend. in 1991. Huge. Not her best song. I feel like you don't hear it that much anymore. People yeah. don't talk about it, but at the time, you could not get away it from was, that song. Yeah, it was, I mean, she, she sang it on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it was an enormous hit. Huge hit. And then another single from that album that I think maybe made the top 40 was Work To Do. But it was my favorite song. Yeah. On and even album. on that album, that Comfort Zone was a hit, and then Running Back to You was the first hit. Yeah, <laughs> Running Back to You is fine. It's okay. Comfort I, Zone's cool. Oh, I love Comfort Zone. It's yeah. so sexy. Work to Do <laughs> is sexy as fuck. Work to Do is by far the best song on the album, probably because it's a cover. Yes. By and, a great by a great Yes, band. it is a uh now here's what's interesting. Yeah. Uh Work to Do for me. Uh, was this came out in '92, so I was 22. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this was a, this was one of those. I didn't know this was a cover. I've known it for a few years, but yeah. I didn't know it all along. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't know all along until a couple years later. And I didn't when I first uh, realized it was a cover. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, th- she's doing the average white band." Yeah, and <clears throat> actually, the average white band covers it's the Isley the Isley Brothers. Brothers. That's very interesting to me because yeah. until you sent me your picks for this episode. I didn't know that the average white band did this song. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's, that's so when you sent me the when you sent me your notes, you put Vanessa Williams' yes. "Work to Do" originally by average, average white, white band. band. And I was like, no, it's not. It's by Nazi Brothers. But also, I didn't know that the average white band did this, and so I looked that up and, and listened to it. I was like, great, it's, it's great. great. Yeah. They're all three versions are great. Yeah. I, so that's how it went for me. It went 
it went Vanessa Williams, mm-hmm. then Average White Band, and then the Isabos. Yeah, you went backwards. Over. Yeah, I went yeah. way backwards. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a great song. It's a great video. Yeah. Uh, it's great 1992 greatness. It's, I mean, it's real early 90s pop. Oh, it's so... She's stunning. But, you, I mean, how you know, you can't fuck up an Isley Brothers song. No. Yeah. But, you know, I also give this credit because it's like... It's 1992, and it's still very pro-feminist. Yeah. Which, you know, back in the 90s, you didn't have that much of. Yeah. But now it's more like, yeah, I got work to do. And you'll hear a rap break in this, and I'll tell you who the rapper is on <laughs> Okay. Which is real cool. I lump her in with your Paula Abdul, <laughs> where, look, not strong singers, really, but that's beside the point. I think... No, Vanessa Williams can sing. I mean, she's I've heard fine. her sing a lot. She's not like I mean, she's not Whitney Houston. No, but Paul Abdul really couldn't sing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, Vanessa Williams has got better pipes than Paula or Janet. Ooh, strong uh, take. But yeah, but yeah. Janet, I mean, Janet's got much more uh, stage presence. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this, I when this video came out, I was like, wow. Uh, the video, I mean, I remember the video for yeah. Save the Best for Last way more than this, but but I remember watching this too. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's it's got a good uh, it's got a good message. Yeah, it's got Vanessa Williams in a leather jacket, and it's 1992, so there's just a lot of high key lighting. And, yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> oh, I lo- God, I miss that. Yeah, and then it's that like because she's you know in this in this scenario. Uh, she's a businesswoman. She's got a business suit on, but the sleeves are gone. Yeah. And that's a good look. And gloves. The sleeve, there's like a sleeveless leather vest and black leather gloves. Yeah. That's a kick-ass look. But a pinstripe. Yeah, uh, that's it. It's a pinstripe, sexy. which I yeah. love. Yeah, this song groups. I mean, each yeah. version of this groups. Um... It's just funny that yeah, you yeah. do a faithful enough cover of this, and you're gonna be you're gonna get that exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is a faithful enough cover, and then the rap break in it is still it makes it '90s, yeah. but it also doesn't go what doesn't the fuck's going on. Yeah. Doesn't turn it. I would say that her version is closer to the Isleys than the average white band. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. That's okay. Oh, so, you know who that is? Yes, from Black Sheep. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Dreyus. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, there he is. He's great. Black Sheep was like, for one hot moment, they're like the biggest thing. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. uh, I remember that song. Choice is yours. Yeah. That song's still a classic. It's funny because now I remember this rap break, but yeah. at the time, listening to my older brother's cassette, I didn't know Black Sheep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So okay. it didn't mean anything to that me. That makes sense. So this is that's news to me that that's that's, that's like oh that's funny black sheep yeah that was like a big get that yeah. was like oh wow Vanessa Williams got dressed that's cool yeah that's cool um, yeah, Vanessa Williams still has a great career I she does yeah. more acting now yes I think of her more as an actor now I mean there's, this is this is a little fun fact that you might know of. Um, she divorced him but she was married to Rick Fox. Oh yeah, I remember that, that was the thing. Yeah. And the two of them together were like the best looking couple <laughs> ever. Yeah, she still looks awesome. Like the two of them, you're like, Jesus Christ, the both of you are so pretty. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and she yeah. still looks like this today. Yeah. Um, but I still play this song. I don't play, I think I still have this album on, on CD. Yeah. Uh, I don't play it that much, but I have this in the list. 
Yeah, the album itself is more of a curiosity to me now, but Work to Do is definitely the, work to do it's, is the, it's the strongest pull for me. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's so funny. I'm so glad you know it. That's oh, awesome. man. I was so excited when I saw it because I never would have thought of it, but mm. I was like, oh, perfect. This was the second, my second choice, my second decision for the, for the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You'll let me know when we get to your first. Oh, it's coming up. Okay. I think I've mentioned on the show before that my all-time favorite song is Ain't That Peculiar by Marvin Gaye. Yes. So my first song for this episode is a cover of Ain't That Peculiar. Okay. That I like almost as much. Strong words. I, very strong words. Yeah. Uh, this is from 1972 uh-huh. by a band called Fanny. Do you know Fanny? I don't think I do. Fanny is one of the first successful all-women rock groups. Oh, no shit. Yes. Uh, they are Filipino sisters June and Jean Millington. They founded the group in 1969. Uh, and they never quite made it. They opened for everybody. Oh, and they were one of those be bands where... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, because every... You know, David Bowie was a huge fan of them. He used to talk about wow. them in the press. Uh, they opened for Joe Cocker. They opened for Slade. They opened for Jethro Tull. These they are opened for Humble big Pie. fucking bands. Yeah. And they, they put out a... <laughs> A f- uh, few different, few albums before they sort of split up. Mm-hmm. And in recent years, they kind of got back together. Yeah, uh, But this is from their third of four albums. And this actually, as a single, made it onto the Hot 100. Only at number 85. But so it still counts. Yeah, still counts. It wasn't a top 10. It wasn't a top 40. Yeah. But it, was on the, it was on the chart. And this clip is a live-to-tape performance from Beat Club. Remember Beat Club? No. The, we talked about Beat Club in the Stevie Wonder episode. Oh! This is the German music yes. show that yes. he did, Don't You uh, yes. Worry About a Thing they film re- Their filming is really good. Yeah. This is from the same show. Oh, good. And it's a peculiar clip because they film it in front of a blue screen, but there's nothing projected on the promo key. Oh. It's just them in front of a blue screen. That is weird. Uh, so this is a cool rock version of Ain't That Peculiar. All right. My favorite song. Definitely new to me. Yeah. By Fanny. Which is a terrible name. Terrible. Awful name. Should not have done that. You got it. Oh, this is so 70s. Yeah. They're four really 70s chicks. Yeah, this is way 70s. Playing the woodblocks. June Milligan, she's a fucking kick-ass slide guitar player. Wow. And the bass player is her sister. This is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a little rockier, but not so that you're like, oh, what do you do? No, it's a real faithful cover. Yeah. There's a weird timelessness to this video where I'm like, oh, is this a new band that's just doing a cover? (laughs) This could be a band right now. I might have heard this somewhere. I mean, it was a top 100 hit. I might have heard this somewhere. Whether it's just like KCRW played it as a thing. Yeah, maybe. It's it's a great cover. I just love the slide guitar on the the hook in the chorus because it gives it that, like... A Stones Exile on Main Street vibe or like an Almond Brothers sort yeah. of vibe. I'm okay with it because yeah. it's not, 
major part of the song. Yeah. Well, I know it's not your favorite thing. Not my favorite thing. Oh, she's awesome. The bassist is awesome. Oh, she's awesome, yeah. I like the panel play. The whole band is great. You get some great physicality from the drummer in certain shots. Yeah. And they get sing. Yeah. It really is throwing me. Like, this could be a band from, from last year. Yeah. They're awesome. This is really good. Oh, yeah, the drummer. I mean, they must have been just kids. Yeah. 21, 22, probably. I wonder if any of their originals did anything. Uh, I think they had one or two hits that were bigger hits than this, but mm-hmm. still were, like, That's maybe, maybe only top 100 or yeah. top 40. This Plus, is I a, love a rock band with a piano player. Yeah, that's always cool. Yeah. This should have... This, this goes... They go under the... Should have been bigger. Yeah, especially June. Like, yeah. she's a fucking rocking guitarist. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Should have been bigger. Uh, I can only fault the name. Yeah, not a great name. Not a, not great, a great name. It doesn't fit this band. No. <clears throat> oh, the bassist is... She's amazing. And I... I can't remember what it was, but I'm pretty sure they had a different name that was way better, and then when they got a record deal, they changed it. Oh, no way. Which sounds like something that a record label would make them do. Yeah, it'd be yeah. fanny. Yeah. Something softer, you Yeah, know? it'd just be cute. Yeah. <laughs> they are not soft. No, not at all. Oh, that drummer's cool as yeah, fuck. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it ends a little. It cool. ends a little early. I'm it's sad you don't get rubble. the whole track. That yeah. was that was a revelation. Yeah, that was way cool. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, it's my favorite song, so I'm highly skeptical of anyone fucking with it. But yeah, that is a very worthy cover. That's also one of those. They could have really fucked it up, like made it way rocky. Or yeah, made it like acid rock. No, or, it's a pretty faithful cover. It really, they just add some different colors to it. Yeah, just in the chorus. Yeah, and then they take it back to yeah. And I love that. The whole band, the drummer and the bass player and the piano all sing the Andante's backup, that doo 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 part, yeah. which is like, yeah. that's the part that kills me. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I really love that. Yeah. That now, was cool. Let's enter the Beatles portion of our. Yes. This was my first choice. You chose a Beatles cover. Yes. You hate the Beatles. But they, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire does it better than the Beatles. <laughs> there are a lot of great Beatles covers and a few that I would say are there, better than the Beatles. There version. really are. The, yeah. uh, I had another one, uh, lined up that, uh, I might put on a B side for another time. Yeah. But, uh, I love this song. This has got to get you into my life. Yeah. This is one of those. I kind of, I think I knew this was a Beatles song first, uh-huh. but to me, it's not a Beatles song. <laughs> this is a North Wind and Fire. Okay. That's and, a very particularly Kirk sort of lifestyle. Well, Earth Wind and, I mean, they put, it was a hit for Earth Wind and Fire. Yeah. And it also, it's on their greatest hits, on all of their greatest hits. I, I mean, it's one of Paul McCartney's greatest song compositions. Yeah. That, that Earth Wind and Fire made better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you like the Beatles version? Not yeah. like it better, but do you like it? It's okay. Okay. It's okay. It's I can only associate it with I can only associate it with them. That's with fine. It's just funny to me for you to be like, yeah, got to get you into my life by the Beatles is okay. It's okay. I mean, you can't dance to it like you can the Earth Wind and Fire song. <laughs> to me, you can't. Sure. Okay. Let's. But this, this, I'm not familiar with this. So this is so this is new to me. Wait, with this version? Yeah. Are you wait? Are you serious? I didn't know the Earth Wind and Fire did this. 
Are you trolling me? Are I'm you... not trolling you, man. Oh my god, that's so weird. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's weird that I don't know. Because this is like a this is this is literally an Earth, Wind, and Fire standard. I know like a couple Earth, Wind, and Fire songs. This is one of those like they always play. So they'll like play yeah. September. They'll play Boogie Wonderland. Oh, oh you mean God. live? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen them live. I mean, but like, oh, this is so interesting. Yeah, this is great. I mean, it's it's a great song. I can't imagine they make it worse. No, they 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 make it better. Um, yeah. So this is from two thousand eight. Yeah. So this is when it's just like. Oh, the so three. this is a newer. Okay. Yeah, when it's really just the three core members. Maurice White was already he wasn't dead yet, but he had Parkinson's, so he wasn't around. I'm really interested to hear what you think. Especially when it well, so far, they're sort of just vamping on it, and this yeah. isn't. Well, yeah. this is this is how the, their version starts. Yeah. Um, but I just mean like this intro doesn't exist in the Beatles version that I yeah. know, so I can't compare it. Yet, yeah. Because this is. Yeah, this intro is uh, how they recorded it as well. But it's it's gonna kick in way soon. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, Paul. Paul can't do I'm that. Waiting, I'm waiting for the song to start. Yeah. Song is already way ahead. Wait, I'm waiting for God to get you into my life to start. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, the reason why this became a North Wind and Fire song is that they did it in Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart. Oh, for the movie? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've made it this far in life without ever having seen that movie. That movie I, is. I know a lot of yes. songs on it. So, Earth, Wind & Fire did uh, that, mm-hmm. and I think it became like the one hit from the Sgt. Pepper's soundtrack. Incorrect, because... Uh, Aerosmith had a big hit with Come Together. Was that it? Was that uh, no? Did that chart? Okay. Um, so they kind of became uh, ipso facto Earth Wind and Fire song yeah. because it, it came hit for that. I mean, there are a lot of atrocious songs from that movie. Oh yeah, and this is by no means atrocious. No, it's a little too laid back for my taste. How's it any more laid back than the Beatles version? The Beatles version is way more driving than this. Really? Yeah, this is this is like a chill. This is like a chill act. Like it I just, think, well, obviously this is funkier. Yeah, to well, me. it swings a lot more. This swings a lot more. Yeah. To me, the the Beatles one isn't driving so much as it's just kind of one level. See, I don't believe that he's got to get her into his life. That he's not insistent enough for me. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel it like it feels to me like he could take it or leave it with her. In his well, life. Paul's always been real thirsty. <laughs> That's right, this version isn't thirsty enough. Yeah, it's That's thirsty exactly enough. Right, yeah. Exactly. It is that this kick-ass guitar solo. Yeah. Yeah, so at this point, this is Earth, Wind, and Fire, the three guys, and then just, um, like, 15 session players. Which three so, guys? So it's Verdon White, yeah. Philip Bailey, and the second gentleman who did percussion early on, and whose name I always forget. But they are the three... Like so the three members. who are out front are, are the three core members. They're the three founding members. They're the only ones that are left. Yeah. Okay. Everyone else in that is basically a session player. Well, this is uh, twelve years ago. Are the three yeah. of them still yeah. active? Okay. They still tour. Uh, yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire is still like. You want me to play? I'll play. Sure. Okay. 
and they still have like 20 musicians on stage. And it's two more original members than the Temptations have had in like 25 <laughs> That's years. That's right. So. That's right. <laughs> Like, of course this would be the way, but, like, I rarely ever hear the Beatles version, ever. And I hear this all the time. Just because from what I hear, yeah. not just my music, but on the radio. No, well. I know, that's, I yeah. understand that, but it's just so funny how different our experiences are. Yeah, I know, right? didn't even know that they covered that's it. That's so weird. And to me, I thought of it, to me, to me, it's like, oh, that's common knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, but I didn't know it. Yeah. go. That's the Earth, Wind, and Fire version. I mean, I, they're great. They're one of the great yeah, bands. Yeah. I mean, they're my, my, one of my top bands of all time. I just, I I thought that you were like, oh yeah, I, I know this. Yeah. Nope. Like, not that you'd be jacked for it, but that you just generally, like, oh yeah, I, I know that they did this. Yeah, I probably saw at one point or another that on... Um, for the Sgt. Pepper's movie, they did this song, but yeah. I did not seek it out. Yeah. I've never seen that movie, so. Interesting. Yeah, it's the first time I heard Earth right. and Fire do that song. That's crazy. It was good. It was That's good. Crazy. I mean, I don't think it's any way, it does not touch the hem of the original No, God, it, it like jumps over right. that hem and <laughs> stomps it into the dirt. <laughs> but, you know, I like the Beatles. Yeah, that's fair. Which is why I also chose a Beatles cover. Oh, okay then. Uh, which we're going to watch right now. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a band called Yellow Magic Orchestra. Never Are you familiar uh, with the Yellow Magic Orchestra? I might be. That sounds vague. Probably not. Me. They're a Japanese electronic music band from the late 70s. Yeah, but uh, that name sounds familiar. Okay. Uh, they were formed in Tokyo in 1978 by Yukihiro Takahashi and Ryuchi Sakamoto and Harry Hosono. Now, Harry Hosono is like the biggest pop star in Japan mm-hmm. for the last like 50 years. I only just heard of him last year mm-hmm. and started listening to his stuff which is not electronic. He just does like every genre. Oh really? But this band was sort of like he's like I'm going to form an electronics band because I, I don't know maybe he really got into craft work or, yeah. or, or Devo because <laughs> yeah. this this is like the perfect midpoint between craft work and Devo to me. Oh interesting. But Japanese like yeah. and doing Day Tripper by the Beatles. This now is this a I like it for you, is it I like it as much? Or is it just very inter- is it very <laughs> no, interesting? No, I, I don't like it as much, okay. but it's very interesting. You know how Devo does satisfaction? Yeah. Kind of like that. I can see that. But for Day Tripper. Yeah. I see I get where, I get where you're uh, And that. more Japanese. Yeah. And this is a live, them doing it live in seventy nine or eight or something like that. Interesting. To me. Yeah, it's from their second album, Solid State Survivor. Solid State Survivor. That's right. All right. This feels very crap worky. Yeah, but a little quirkier in the yeah. Devo way. Singing oh. drummer. I love a singing drummer. I know you do. This is weird. <laughs> he also kind of looks like 
Sean Lennon? I, like yeah. a Japanese John yes. Lennon? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And his voice is a little like talking heads-ish. Uh, yeah. David, uh, there is that. Yeah. I wonder if he's singing it like if he knows English or if he's, he's singing it purely phonetically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Wow, this is really interesting. Yeah, it's got sort of a punk rock edge to it. Yeah. A little Devo, but not quite as quirky as Devo. I can't say that I like it or that I hate it. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about it yet either. I've only just yeah. heard this for the first time a couple months ago. I, you know, I, the Beatles Day Tripper I don't hate. I'm, I'm more indifferent to. Yeah. the dude in the back I don't know he's just playing like the electronics (laughs) he's a giant computer yes it looks like he's standing just in front of like an old school computer yeah that's the size of half a room monitoring and uh, the drummer sings lead on all their songs if if I didn't see this video and you said hey this is Devo doing a cover I'd be like oh okay yeah Yeah. you could convince me that this might have been Devo yeah It would have been cool to see them live. And I think they still I think they still occasionally play together. This is 78. Uh, this is 79. This feels way ahead of its time. Yeah. Way ahead of its time. Yeah. That was way interesting. But also of its time, because it's 79 and like new wave is becoming a thing and people yeah. are trying a lot of different shit. We, we, there's this thing called a computer we, we can do stuff with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Let's see what we can do with it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was YMO's Day Tripper. Wow. And uh, that closes the Beatles portion of the show. <laughs> Beatles is done. I like that we both chose the Beatles. If you're going to do covers, you got to... I almost did two Beatles covers. There are there's so many. a million and a yeah. half amazing covers yeah. of Beatles songs because they wrote all the greatest songs of all time. They're the best band of all time. And that's... Um, you know. Next Earth would be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk okay. about... Do you know Anderson Peck? I have heard of him and seen him on yes. posters. And, I'm a but, uh, uh, very big Anderson Peck fan. Yeah. He's uh, a kind of uh, rap singer, soul, neo-soul, uh, kind of all put together, plays the drums... Uh, just a great, great uh, soul RB performer. Yeah. One of those guys, I'm like, hey, I'm cool. I like Anderson Pack. <laughs> but he didn't make your top five of 2019. No, because I don't think he had something from 2019 no. except this song, mm-hmm. this cover of a song we both fucking hate. <laughs> We've talked about it a couple times. Yes. He does a neo soul version of Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. <laughs> and. When I heard this, yeah. just randomly, he this is a live version Ooh. that he did. He didn't record a song. He just did this for the BBC. Oh, yeah. We've seen clips from this. Yeah. From BBC these, Lounge. The, or yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So he just did it. He didn't really like do a cover for radio or anything like that. Yeah. So I, just, I think on the show, didn't we? Didn't I bring Childish Gambino yes. doing I'd Die Without You? Yes. By I think that was also it's on a, the same it's thing. It's the same thing. And yeah. so this is so good that you're like, wow, why couldn't this be the real The real song? version. Am I going to like, is this going to make me like Old Town Road? It's going to make you like Old Town Road. Is Billy Ray Cyrus here? No, it's just all straight up. Okay, good. Anderson Pack. 
I'm I look. I want to be. I look. I want to be popular. I want to <laughs> like the popular yeah, thing. We want to be cool. I want to like Old Town Road. I hope this convinces yeah. me to like the song. I mean, it's I'm, it's a real neo soul vibe. And so that's Anderson Pack on the drums. Another singing drummer. Yeah, the singing drummer. All right. I mean, I already like it better. Yeah, it's already way better. And when the when the background singers get in. It's real like late nineties vibe. Oh, uh, he looks cool as hell. He's way cool. <laughs> Isn't that good? That's so good. I freaked out when I heard this. This is very good. It's still the dumbest lyrics. It's such a dumb song. (laughs) But he makes it cool. Watch this. Uh Uh-huh. All right. He makes it cool. Yeah. Like, it was so good. I was like, in my head, I'm like, well, this is the definitive old time road song. (laughs) Everything else is not the original. He should record it as a studio cut. Like, really do it. I'm not even sure why he did. I think the Old Town Road was just trending. I mean, it was... It was and he's like, it's... Yeah. It 30 years from now, when people are looking back at 2019, they're going to be talking about Old Town Road. Exactly. And I think he must have been like, oh, I'm real talented. I'm just going to do my version. Yeah. And here I go. But yeah, check out Anderson Pack. He's a great artist. He's got a lot of good stuff. And he's like real cool. Like, if you remember, he's real just chill. Yeah. This to me sounds like Erica Badu. Yeah, got a real Erica Badu vibe. This is this is what I want out of this song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something good. <laughs> Something oh, musical. We're such old angry men. No, we're not because <laughs> this is newer than. Sure, but this is a throwback sound. It's like yeah, no, I yeah, like today's music. Right. If you make it sound like the 1990s, that's literally my whole menu. Yeah. It's, it's like if uh, in the 80s someone did like a doo-wop cover of a George Michael song. Yeah. And then, oh, if they made fake doo-wop. And then your dad would be like, well, now I like this. Now it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't music today be like this right. all the time? And everything sound like uh, Eric yeah. first album. Yeah. So he's not British. He's just doing a British accent because it's the BBC. Oh, I don't care for that. Yeah. I don't care for I that. I think he's, he's from California. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Yeah, and then he just <laughs> then he stops at this. No fake patois. I understand. It's like Colin Hanks' son. Uh, oh god! Yeah. I mean uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks' son. Yeah. Uh, Chad was Chad. It Chad Hanks. Is he Chad? Who's a rapper? Yeah, he's a rapper. Speaks in a fake yes, patois. Yes, patois. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> it's a rough look. I do like the background. Yeah, the background singers and just the just the the, the effortless funk of it. Yeah, you're like. And I, I do love a singing drummer. It just oh, looks cool. So cool. Yeah. And I'm always like, no matter, even if it's like a rock band or a funk band, I'm like, it seems like it's so hard. Yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't, you yeah. know, I played bass for a while there and I could not sing and play bass. <coughs> yeah. Uh, to save my life because doing the rhythm yes. and a bass line with one, you're trying to sing a melody. It's too on fucking top. hard. Yeah, I can't coordinate. Yeah. 
But I feel that way about drumming in general. Like, all four limbs are doing something? What do you mean? What are you talking about? That's crazy talk. <laughs> uh, no, that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. It doesn't make me like Lil Nas X's version, no, really. No, no. It doesn't reinvent the song that way for me. No. But I did like that a lot. Yeah. It, for me, it, it solidified that Anderson patch really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, let's talk about uh, every indie record store music nerd's favorite band. Oh, yeah. Yola Tango. Yes. We've talked about them before on the show. Uh, This is a newer Yola Tango song. This is from just uh, five years ago. Oh, okay. This is their cover of Friday Friday I'm in Love by The Cure. I'm I'm a fan. It's not my favorite Cure song. Yeah. But it's a fine Cure song. I like this song, too. But this song, <laughs> there's a Kids in the Hall sketch where Kevin goes to a record store because he wants to get into the doors. And the, and the clerk gives him a hard time because he's like, liking the doors is like a lifestyle. And he makes it seem like it's the biggest thing in the world. Yes. And Kevin goes, well, I've always kind of liked Lover Madly. And the clerk <laughs> goes, when you're a real Doors fan, Lover Madly is the only song you won't like. I do remember that. Friday I'm in Love is the song that Cure fans hate. Here's the other one because I hear it repeatedly. What is the Cure? I love Hot 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 by the Cure. Yeah, I know. and oh my god, like my wife was a huge Cure fan. She's like, that sucks. sucks. But it wasn't a huge radio hit. No, Friday Night Love was Friday Night Love, was, and it's from '92. It's yeah. it's like way late in the peak of their career. Very true. Um, so Cure fans hate this song. Yeah, I've always liked it. Um, but I, there's a quote, Ira Kaplan, who's the, the guitar player and one of the lead singers from Yola Tango, said this, which I liked, and I figured you'd like his sentiment too. He okay. said, I loved when The Cure first started those initial singles. I kind of quickly stopped listening to them when the singles got less poppy. When the singles got poppy again, I became a fan of all those songs. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And this is 92 when they started getting, they wanted some radio hits. Yeah. And, uh, well, they'd had some radio. Yeah, they had radio. But, uh, but this was a huge one. Yeah. And, uh, this is from, um, uh, Yola Tango's second all covers album. They oh, okay. cover a bunch of things, including some of their own songs. Like half the album is like re-recordings of Yola Tango songs. Oh, that's, that's really funny. Yeah. I like Cause they've been around for 30 years. Yeah. 35, actually, I think the first <laughs> album was 19. I can't believe they've been around that long. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, Georgia and Hyrule are turning 60 this year, I think. And they're still doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And Georgia has my favorite indie rock voice. I just, her yeah. voice just like makes me want to curl up and take a nap. <laughs> uh, and also, this video is very funny. Jason Wolliner directed it. Do you know who he is? No, I don't. He was sort of like the fourth member of Human Giant, which was that sketch show on MTV. Oh, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. He directs a lot of. <laughs> Paul Shear and uh, yeah, as he's on sorry and Robert Hubel, and so he's sort of involved in the comedy scene. But he's oh, a director, okay. So he directs a lot of TV shows, and I think he's done some movies. And mm-hmm. so this is like a comedy mu- music. Video oh, excellent! For a very much mellower version of the song because it's oh, okay. Yola Tango, so of course, yeah, it can't be as. It's very chill. Oh my god! Yeah. It, it's like a different it's an song. acoustic version. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
It's just wow. her walking down the street. Yeah. And picking up I can't figure out those things that she's picking figurines up. Figurines or something? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. But then a guy oh my in the God. background just spontaneously explodes. Oh my god. And these people in the background are freaking out because that man just exploded. That's hysterical. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. And she's just so, like, continually singing and... She's oblivious that... Yeah. Oh Oh my god. just exploded. That's... And people are freaking out. Now everyone... (laughs) This is genius. (laughs) Everyone's freaking out. Because people are dying. And she's and 100% she's oblivious. oblivious yeah. Oh my god, this is genius. <laughs> it's her. Oh, he's like, it's her. She's doing it. Yes. Somehow her picking these things up is causing these... What they are are giant hearts are flying around. Oh my god. That's Ira and James, both okay. band members. This is way, way indie, indie yeah. rock. Yeah. And James just got crushed by one of the flying hearts. Oh my now god. It's on the news. Yeah. <laughs> An unidentified woman still at large. <laughs> the day sayer. <laughs> I can hear the hearts beating us down, says witness. That's <laughs> Wow. This video is pretty genius. <laughs> it's the end of the I, world. I, I, I like the video more than the song. I don't mind the song. Yeah. I know it's not your type of music. It's not my type, but it's uh it's different enough that I can appreciate it. This is one I'd, I'd say I've grown to like this version more. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I just, I love Yola Tango so much. I can't imagine, I don't know, because maybe I'm not a, I only like the hits of The Cure, but I'm like, I'm not going, oh, they ruined it. That's good. Oh, yeah. yeah I can't imagine anyone going, oh, they, they ruined that Cure song with this version. Well, they sort of uh, subvert you even trying to say that by making the video about her singing the song literally destroying the world. Yes, that's hysterical. <laughs> and then a uh, guy I know from my comedy days is one of these doomsday cultists. Oh, and really? Scene at the end. That's... that's oh, you... my God. That's brilliant. And now there's like this weird oh. dystopian religion built around <coughs> the daysayer. <laughs> I think, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, this is genius. The calendar, there's no Fridays. Uh, oh, yes. No, it, yeah, he showed it. They extended Thursday yes. into a double day. Into a double there's day. There's no Friday. That's in the future. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, my God. I've watched brilliant. this video like 20 times, and every time I notice another little joke or a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a very good video. Very, very good yeah. video. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, I think that's, you know, not to take away from any of your videos or any of any more of mine, but I think this is the one that people are going to watch one from this episode. Oh, yeah. Not watch. so much for the song, but just for the video. It's yeah. that good. It's a great little comedy sketch. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Jason Walliner made. Yeah. Uh, and I uh, and I love that song. Yeah. And I love George's voice. Yeah, she's got a very distinct voice. I am as excited or more excited about this next clip than I oh. was about uh, Work to Do. Oh, great. Yeah. This is, uh, this is a prime example of a song that I don't like, but I love the cover. Oh, I'm fine with the original. I absolutely love the cover. The cover is great. I have so much to say. Yes. This is Cake's I Will Survive doing a Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. I don't think it's ever come up between the two of us that I'm a huge Cake fan. I never knew that. 
I only know Cake because of the two songs, I Will Survive in the Distance. I had all their albums. I've seen them live. Really? And when I was playing bass, I, I, I could pick up a bass and still play this now. And I haven't played it in 10 you years or more. You can play this, this bass line? Yes. Wow. I taught this- it to myself and I played it constantly. I drove everyone nuts with playing the bass line from this song because it's so good. This bass line makes the song. Absolutely. Yeah. It does. Yes. This whole song is the bass line. It's if, that good. If you put a ba- an electric bass in my hand right now, it's maybe the only thing I still know. Oh my god, that's fascinating. I mean, I can, I can, I have the muscle memory. Yeah, I can memory. airplay it the whole time. Oh my time god, did it take you long? Because now I want to go learn it. Um, no, I don't, actually, I probably didn't teach myself this one. I probably just got a tab and, yeah. and taught it. It's not that hard and it's actually just the same Sort of thing loops through the whole song. Okay, well, it's the good. same few bars over yeah. and over again, but it's such a great little. Group. This is great. Yeah, I I love this. One. It's so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Glory Gaynor one, which was seventy eight. Yeah, I was always as and as much as I love disco, that song never did it for me. I never really cared about it. Yeah, and then I think this is ninety six. Uh, Fashion Nugget, I think is ninety six. Yeah, and then I heard this, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, The Distance had already been a hit. The Distance is a good song. It's good. Yeah. And, and I liked it when it came out, but it didn't move me to get into Cake. Yeah. I didn't get into them until a few years later when I swiped my older brother's copy of this oh, okay. album. Uh, actually, no, I didn't swipe it. We drove to New Hampshire for vacation, and he played this album while we were driving. And I was like, oh, every cut on this album is better than The Distance. That's and I love funny. them now. And the whole time we were in New Hampshire, I just listened to it constantly. So The Distance was the first from their first album? No, it was from their second album. Se- oh, so this is from their third? This is from their second, too. This is oh, from the same album from- as The Distance. Oh, okay. That's just... This- how they decided to come up with this, yeah, it's version is am- it's amazing. It's also very white and male of us to be like, I like the cake version of I Will Survive better than the Gloria yeah, Gaynor. No, 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 I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, again, I, I, I uh, hot take. I, I, I love disco. I like yeah. Donna Summer better than Gloria Gaynor. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. And I just never really cared for the Gloria Gaynor version. But this drives me crazy. I. I I really regret that the bass on these speakers doesn't come through that much because so good. Yeah, and, and you know I'm not a guitar guy. I love this guitar solo. Yeah, it's a good guitar solo. And their little uh, gimmick was they had a trumpet player in the band as well, and he plays some amazing solos. And at the end, it's really good. People dunk on Cake like they think they're a joke band. I think it's because the distance always seemed like sort of a novelty hit. Yeah, and I think it's his like monotone singing, which I love. It fits the band. Yeah. I mean, like. Just hearing this, like they're straight up legit musicians. Yeah. They're not a joke. Yeah. But I can see like people are like kind of like dissing them. But this is great. It's just, God, he just lets the bass cut through. The bass is so yeah. good. Yeah, I lost my mind when I first heard this. I was like, oh my god. And it's sort of a funny video. They're just like, hey, John, you can just be a, a, a traffic, not a traffic cop, a uh, meter man. Meter, or yeah, meter guy. Yeah. Are they still around? Yeah, I believe they are. Yeah. Okay. I haven't bought one of them. I don't know when the last time they put it the album out was. I mean, this is also like this way 90s. Yeah. Way mid-90s. Yeah. Uh, Fashion Nuggets, 96. 
and uh, Comfort Eagle is 2001. That's actually my favorite thing. Oh, okay. And I can't remember the name of the album in between, but that one had Never There on it, which <laughs> was also a hit. Never There. You don't remember Never There? No, I don't remember that one. Oh, that trumpet's cool. Yeah. Just a weird thing to have for a 90s band. This is This whole album is... Wall to wall, great. I don't think there's any filler on on fashion nuggets. It's funny because I, I, you know, I only know them from the two songs. Yeah. So I was when I put this on, I was like, Paul's either gonna be like, why the fuck did you put cake on, oh, or you're gonna be like this huge flat. cake fan. I mean, they're a, they're a band for for white nerds, but yeah. but I am one. I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, they, they did all the hits, man. They just charged through the hits. Yeah. Makes sense. They're a lot of fun. I mean, they're a real, like, interesting band, too. Just the dynamic of, like, a really heavy bass and then, like, a trumpet with it and a monotone singer. Yeah. it's a, Well, they've had a lot of lineup changes. Oh, they're they? one of those bands where it's basically John McRae and whoever's playing with them. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if there's any other original members left. I know the bass player, I think, left after this album or maybe oh, okay. the next one. Um, but, yeah, he's always got a good band with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's mo- it's 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 him. You know, he's he writes all the he's songs. He's all it's, the yeah. it's mainly him. He's the driving force. Yeah. But oh, I'm so glad you picked oh, I'm that. I'm glad too. Because again, one of my all time favorite covers that I just played that bass line. I'm so, so glad you know how to play that bass line. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's do a punk song. Sure. Do you know the Saints? No. The Saints were one of the first punk bands. They were from Australia. You know how I feel about Australia. Yeah, you're you're heavy into Australia. They're from Brisbane, and they're sort of like the first Australian punk band. They put out their first album in 77, like, before the Sex Pistols album came out. Mm-hmm. So they were... Um, oh, wow. On the cutting edge, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, they formed in 1973, and they had uh, their first big hit with I'm Stranded. But you might actually know if you heard it. You'd be like, I probably heard this in okay. the or something like that. Um, and they're another band who had a lot of members over the year, but it's basically Chris Bailey. He's the front man. Uh-huh. It's Chris Bailey and who, whoever else is in the band is the Saints. And uh, as a single, they did a cover of River Deep Mountain High by... I, you don't know that? No, who's by that? By Ike and Tina Turner. Oh, but oh, it's, oh, oh, oh yeah, But it's been yeah, covered by yes, like every band yes. ever. It's such a oh, standard. Okay, yeah. I hate that song. I don't hate Ike and Tina Turner. Yeah. But I just don't like that song. And almost every version of it I don't like. Except for the Saints punk rock version, which I really love. Of course you do, because you're Paul. Yes. Uh, The only other setup I'm going to do for this is, this is a live version from 1987, about 10 years after they released it as Uh a single. And the live version, it's really good, but you can tell they're doing it as... The closer for the night, and also maybe they're a little older, yeah, and they're a little slower, and it just doesn't drive uh-huh. quite as hard as the single version that I love. But someone in the comments section on YouTube said, "Play it at one point twenty five speed for the punk rock version." Oh, and so that's what you. And when hearing? you speed it up, I'm like, "Yeah, this sounds like the right version." That's funny. So let's. I'm gonna play it for okay. a little while just to give you a sense of how it's this sounds. Yeah, I'm gonna speed it up. That's really funny. So this hey, is. Uh, Call this. When you were a little girl, you had a right to 
not bad. But it doesn't. Not, it doesn't feel very punkish. That's right. It it's, feels like a rock song. It sounds like he's a little tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, so we're gonna speed it up. We're gonna we're gonna set this in YouTube to one point twenty five oh, speed, just a, a little faster. Music Raygun first, and then this is this is how this, the the single actually sounds. Ladies and gentlemen, call this. <laughs> That's funny. That's there you weird. Go. There you go. That's so weird. Yeah. How did that YouTuber think to do that? That YouTuber commenter. That's genius. <laughs> I mean, even I, now it's not quite as aggressive wow. as the, as the single, but it's. Been, it's been. I mean, I don't particularly like this, but that is crazy. <laughs> how that just became a punk a punk yeah, song. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he's literally so sweaty. It looks yeah. like they just played a three-hour yeah. show. So weird. I love this version of this song. Now that it's speeded up, I can't process the I can see the Turner one. Because now I can only hear this speed. Yeah. <laughs> weird. To me... This is like, yeah, this was supposed to be a punk song. I can see the turn of it and see what didn't write by it. Yeah. They made a mistake. <laughs> it's not that punk, it's just fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I could see how hearing this, the original, you'd be disappointed. You, you Paul, would be disappointed. Uh, oh. Yeah, of this video, but. Oh yeah, because yeah. it was the, the way it's the, yeah. before you set it to one point twenty five. Yeah. I mean, we're only watching this because I couldn't find like there's no music video for the single. Yeah. And there's no clip of them performing it live. Yeah. In nineteen seventy seven. Oh yeah, that makes this sense. is the only video for this song yeah. I could find. It's not ideal, but I just really wanted this cover. Yeah. And so they started in the early 70s and this is 87? Yeah. The, their, their cover of this song they released in the late 70s. Oh, okay. This concert was, is from 1987. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good sized crowd for a punk band in 1987 that's been around since the 70s. Yeah. Uh, and this is in New York, so it's not like they're playing to a hometown Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, wow, yeah. they're at the Ritz. That's pretty impressive. On behalf of myself and Arturo and Shreddy. I don't think I've ever heard of them. Yeah, they're legit. They're giving us a friggin' good Friday night out. I like. I also like a uh, punk frontman who does crowd work. Like yeah, a I was. I swear to God, I was like, "Wow, what a friendly frontman!" Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. gracious. Yeah, not spitting on them. <laughs> kind of like, "Hey, thanks for coming out." Well, it's nineteen eighty-seven. That, that part's over. Yeah, that's true. I can't imagine them doing this this fast live. I mean the the 
I, I think maybe when they were in their early 20s, yeah. they could do it now that Now, because right, they're, they're like, what, they're like mid-30s? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we, we can't do that. Uh, he's going a little soft around the middle, let's yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. But he looks like he's been working hard all night. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's put in the time. He's, he's wearing a dinner jacket, which yeah, is also a good one. Yeah, he looks like he's about to die. Yeah. But he's putting on a show, it's man. Probably way sweaty there too. Yeah. It's like the most personable punk frontman ever. <laughs> Thank goodness for the YouTube technology. We could uh, that's, give that's that crazy that performance the little goose that it needed. It's a huge difference. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I thought that would be yeah, fun. That was yeah. cool. Uh, you know I know I love this next group. You know you love the TLC. Love TLC. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, this is TLC doing the time. Yeah, a song up by the time that I don't know. This was the time's first single. Oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah, I thought so Cool was their first single. This is Get It Up. Cool came next. Yeah. This is off their first album. Okay. And uh, it's funny because uh, the original, the Times version, uh, it's like seven minutes long. Hmm. Hardly any lyrics. It's just one long extended jam. Yeah, there's like a couple of verses, and then it's just long dance song. You know? I have heard it then because I, yeah. after you introduced me to Cool, I did listen to their whole first album. Yeah, but I think this one, this song was too long, and when they started jamming too long, I was like, I'm gonna skip to the next. Track. Yeah, because because <laughs> they do a couple of verses, and then like the last four minutes. It's just an extended funk jam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is TLC doing their version of Get It Up. Fairly faithful, actually. Is this from one of their uh, albums? Oh, no. This is where it's even better. Oh. This was never on an album okay. of theirs. This was from the Poetic Justice soundtrack. Okay. Well, my next question was going to be, what year is it? Because there's such a difference between... Ooh, on the TLC tip era TLC and like crazy sexy This is cool era. literally right in between. Okay. So they did Ooh on the TLC tip. Yeah. That's 92. Yeah. Then this Poetic is 93. 93. And then 94 was crazy sexy cool. Right. Yeah. Okay. So would you say that this is more? This is more Ooh on the TLC. This is more Ooh on the TLC. That's what I was hoping yeah. you would say. Yeah. That's what I was hoping. You'll see and you're like, oh yeah, this yeah. is more. Right away, it's sort of that tail end of New Jack Swing yeah. kind of sound. So it's it's definitely New Jacked a bit, but that that keyboard is like a direct riff from the yeah. song. This could be like the B side to What About Your Friends? Or something. <laughs> it could be, yeah. But yeah, you can tell there's that's that. Yeah. This is the TLC tip. Is that Janet? That's Janet for Frank. Oh right, yeah. yeah, it's a clip from the movie. Yeah, because it was the '90s. They had to put the clips in the movie. It's weird too. And this is like TLC's on a, a truck because the whole thing about Pike Justice are on a mail truck. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's wacky TLC. Yeah, she still got the it's, uh, those hats that left yeah. I wore and the uh, left that still got the con. Yeah. yeah, and the dancing's great. Is uh, it? Yes, it is. <laughs> they are amazing. They're dancing in waterfall. <laughs> yeah, that they're dancing. Baggy jeans, slung oh, real low. It's so good. And it's funny, I remember hearing this when I saw the movie. Yeah. And going, holy shit, they're doing a time cover. Why? 
<laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like I don't recognize it as a cover of the time. Yeah. It just sounds like a TLC song. It sounds like a TLC song, and I like both equally, yeah. but I'm like, I, I'm just curious as, like, Get Up is not a huge song. Yeah. I mean, it was a hit for the, for the time, but it was an R&B hit. I don't even think it was a top ten hit. But you you mean why, like, literally, whose call was that? Yeah. Whose like, call was like... We need you need to TLC. You need to do the cover of Get It Up for the Time. Right. Like, was it one of the band members loves yeah. this song, or maybe John Singleton loves this song? Yeah. Or? It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, it's very interesting that that this would be a cover. Yeah. And I've I've never heard this before. I don't remember like this. I was watching a lot of music videos at the time. I don't remember this. I remember the video. I remember this video. I don't remember this ever really playing on the radio. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Uh, I just not know, a hit. No, yeah. no. Just know it because um, because of the movie and because of this video. And there's the rap version. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> this is a time song. I know. It's so odd. <laughs> there's, there's. There is a Morris Day energy to Left Eye. Yeah. That, nope. that I think is, I can see the bridge there. Yeah. yeah. I can see that working. Yeah. It's just, it's just to me, this is just an odd, I like it, but it's just an odd cover. Yeah. It's of an obscure. It's a little, a little was, bit obscure. Was the time version even a single? It was a single. Okay. It was a probably a medium hit, like maybe top 20. Yeah. It didn't cross over. Um... They had bigger hits on their second album. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously their third album was when they had The Jungle, uh, Jungle Love and the Bird. Yeah. So, this is, it's a little bit obscure. And also, TLC's also so new here. They only had that one album, which was huge. Was, but yeah. That's why I'm always like, who made the decision? Who <laughs> did some uh, internet searching yeah. to find out why. I'm glad they did I bet like T Boz is accessible on Twitter where if you added her the question, she might like, be able to tell you. Yeah. She's like, I'm like, why did you She'd be like, that was me. I love the time. She's like, I love the fucking time. I decided to do it. End of question. I don't know why I said T Boz, because I know if you're gonna be adding anyone, I'm gonna go to Chili. Chili. <laughs> I miss Chili. You're your number one fan, Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean T-Boz was, was always my favorite. Yeah, I, I think we talked about that. Chili, you wrote hot for T-Boz, I wrote hot for Chili. Chili is hot. I'm yeah. not like, denying Chili. Is yeah. uh, we have one clip left. I uh, don't expect you to like this song. Okay. But it's a really interesting video. This just came out a few months ago. Ben Lee did a covers album. Do you know who Ben Lee is? No, and I keep thinking in my head Ben Harper, and I know that's a completely different guy. Very different. Yeah. Ben Lee is Australian. Okay. God, Paul. I, I don't know what's man, going on. But he's been around forever. Yeah. Uh, he got started in the mid-90s when he was like 14 or 15 with a, with a uh, band called Noise Addict. Okay. And they were like sort of this sort of grungy, post-grunge. Remember Silverchair? Another, <laughs> another yes. Aussie band. Oh, my God. was like, oh, yeah. they're just sort of like a Nirvana ripoff. Yes. But it's interesting that they're 14 years old. Yeah. Noise Act was sort of the same kind of deal. Okay. But they didn't really hit as hard. Yeah. But when they were playing in America, 
Jake Fogelnest interviewed Ben Lee for Squirt TV. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. You know who Jake Fogelnest is because I've talked about him before in his podcast. Yes. Inspired this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Jake Fogelnest was a kid who, when he was like 13 or 14 in the early 90s, had a, cable, a New York City cable access show called Squirt TV. Okay. That he just literally shot in his bedroom and would just like goof around and show clips and... Wow. And it developed sort of a cult audience, and then MTV put it on MTV. Oh, okay. So he was on MTV for a couple of years <coughs> as a teenager with this show. Familiar. And like, even when it was on cable access, like the Beastie Boys went to his house Holy and let, shit. let him interview them. Yeah. And like Ween. Oh my god. And then when he was on uh, MTV, he started interviewing. Like they would go to his bedroom and he would interview them. This this teenager. Yeah. Uh, but Ben Lee was his age. And then they became friends. Okay. So uh, the other thing you need to know is Noise Addict opened for Sonic Youth. Oh, that's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. So what this video is, is it's Ben Lee covering Sugarcane by Sonic Youth. Okay. And Jake Fogelness directed this video. This music video yeah. that we're going to watch. And it's Ben Lee performing the song, but it's also intercut with home movie footage of Jake and Ben hanging out together in like 1995. Oh, that's that part. And of then me. there's also some footage of them hanging out now, like oh, contrasted. Wow. That's very. Cool. And it's really sort of like a melancholy yeah. sort of. I'm trying to wrap my head around. Do I know Sugarcane as a song? You might. It's yeah. from Dirty, which is their '92 album. So if you had friends who were listening to that shit at the time, so maybe yeah. I do. But this is more of an acoustic-y okay. sort of ballady version of a Sonic Youth song. So that's, oh my that's God. Jake Fogelness. And that's oh. Ben Lee. Oh, when yeah. They're, when they're like 15 at uh, a record store I know in, ben Lee. in New York. I know Ben Lee. Yeah. And they're just shopping for records. Ah, oh, CDs. Yeah, I know Ben that's Lee. That's Ben Lee now. How else do I know him? I mean, he's put out a lot of solo yeah, material. Yeah, I here, recognize that guy. Really, yeah. I recognize all this stuff. They're with us. They have a song. And who's the woman singing with them? Uh, her name is Juliana Barwick. I don't know who she is. Okay. God, they look so young. Yeah. And he is 40, 41 or something like that. Sounds about right. I can definitely feel the melancholy. And then you see them with Ben Lee's album. Yeah. Oh my god. And now here it is. Now he's got the. Oh yeah, yeah. Record that they used to make the cover of. Yeah. I'm enjoying the nostalgia and melancholy of this. Yeah. You know, I just realized that John. What's his name? John. Jake Fogelman. Jake Fogelman. Jake Fogelman. He did a lot of. I love the 80s. I think. Yeah, and Best Week Ever. Yeah, that's movie. how yeah. I recognize yeah. it. Yeah, I don't think I know this. Uh, the other... Oh, is that Chibamata? Chibamata. Yeah, Chibamata. Yay! Yeah. And then that's Jake Fogel. Oh, that's my God. Now, and he's got the same CD that he must have bought that night. This uh, this is giving me the feels just, just because you of... You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, because of the friends and the music and... And now this is them now looking at his wow. records. 
It just kills me that like 1995 is is uh, 25 years well, ago and there's all this nostalgia. I mean, it's yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah, and I remember being about that age at around that time. Now they're these forty-something dudes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's this is a really great video. Yeah, Blues Explosion album. They're pointing very emphatically at Russell Simmons' picture on the Blues Explosion album. Yeah, but there's no dialogue, so I don't know what they're saying. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Nice. I'm gonna at Jake on Twitter and ask him what they're yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. Lovers. Oh, okay. Jonathan Richmond. And they've also got their other, like, random friends with the... Yeah. I sort of love that the, like, the uh, footage of... Oh, Sanity. Yeah. <laughs> Just them in an actual... Dinosaur Jr. Yeah. Them in a, in, a, in a music store. The music yeah. stores fucking matter. Yeah. You go with your friends. Yeah. And, and you spend the day there. Yeah. One of Beck's early albums. Oh yeah, and that's is, a noise addict album. That's one. Just getting me way nostalgic. Yeah. The footage is making me like the song. Guys, don't wrap. Don't your wrap face. Saran wrap around your head. Not These even as a teens. joke. God, guys, teens those days. You could have died. <laughs> and don't put it in your mouth. It's dirty. Ugh. Yeah, now they're just like two middle-aged guys having coffee. Yeah, and uh, yeah, now there's some footage of Noise Attic playing live at the Knitting Factory. This footage is amazing, and they just let Jake hang out on stage for some reason, and he's just being awkward. Yeah, that's the thing is they're not cool kids. No, they clearly look like sort of dweeby music nerds. I, but one of them happens to have a band. I had. No idea Ben Lee was a, like, teen musician. Yeah. I just associated him as, like, this guy. Yeah. No, but he's been around for a while. That's insane. Now he's a uh, uh, guy just version with a pork pie hat. Yeah. Not punk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And, Such like, Jake Fogelness floppy parted down the middle oh, it's 90s, so 90s hair oh man I parted my hair in the middle oh, for a yeah. while thought it was so cool like my mom actually asked me to stop and I was like, like no. don't do it <laughs> that was really sweet isn't that, that a nice really really sweet isn't that a nice video yeah and and Jake Fogelness directed the video like he had to you know make the project so yeah I found it very touching yeah, it's very touching. Yeah. It made me forget that it was a cover because I don't know the cover. So. Yeah. <laughs> but that was that was really sweet. Yeah, I didn't think you'd be into the music itself, but that you'd appreciate I'm it. I'm into the, the feel. It's very wistful. Yes. That's it for this episode of Music Ray Gun. The show is produced and hosted by me, Paul Champanelli. And me, Kirk Pinchon. Original music is by Bagweed. Our credits music is Ray Gun by Bad Bad Not Good and Ghostface Killer. If you like Music Ray Gun and you know someone else who might like it, please tell them about us because word of mouth is the best way to share the show. Until next time, see ya! See ya!